Hey guys, welcome back to the Live Laugh Love podcast by yours truly, Hannah Pinalva. Some of you know me as a daughter, most of you know me as a big sister, and one of you knows me as a wife. And of course, I'm a brand new mom of little Rio. Every week, I hope to bring you a little bit of laughter, maybe a few tears, because even crying is good for the soul sometimes. But mostly, I want to give back in the love that I have received from knowing every one of you. The memories that I will share with you are all from my perspective, and psychological research shows that the way in which you remember events is far more important in processing your emotions than knowing what actually happened. So here I am, being vulnerable as usual, and let's dive in. This week's person of honor is hilarious, rather sarcastic, takes the path less traveled, is a book lover, speaks with her emotions, and made me a big sister for the very first time. This one's for you, Heidi Noel Stewart. first memory, I will be talking about how Heidi and I have always kind of bonded over music. Um, We could be literally ripping each other to pieces, but in a moment later, we would be trying to sing a song or make up a dance. And that's just, music has always brought us back together in some way. But Heidi, if you're listening to this, I want you to close your eyes as I explain this memory to you and Maybe you'll be able to to remember it the way I did, but um, you know we had so many so many dances that we did. I can remember Miss Independence. Uh, we did a dance to that with Allie and Taylor, and I think that's it. Who all was it? Oh, Liamina was also featured. <laughs> Thanks, Liam, for uh, sticking with us through all the things we put you through. By the way. But, uh, I remember that one we did, we did a lot of, uh, you know, all the Disney channel songs, high school musical, but for some reason, when I was trying to think of memories with you, this one stood out to me the most. And, and it was such a, a short amount of time. It's not one we did often, but I remember the day so clearly where you and I had this, giant, well, it seemed giant. We were kids. Everything seemed so much bigger in proportion when you're a kid. We had this plastic house that was, I think it's where we had the hot tub. Maybe that was before we had the hot tub because I don't remember um, the hot tub being there, but it was um, at our house on uh, French Road, I believe. And we're sitting um, in the house, actually laying down on our backs in the grass in the backyard. And, you know, we are, always had blankets in there and would always bring our snacks. And gosh, I don't even know how many hours we spent in that that little house. But we'd always pretend like it was our house. And we lay, were laying on our backs and we had our cute little feet up on the same wall and uh, sometimes we would make beats to music on it. Uh, but I so clearly remember our, our little shoulders were, were touching. We're just laying there next to each other. <laughs> and I'm going to play this song. And uh, 
maybe it will spark some memory. And so keep your eyes closed and uh, let's see what you remember. So if you are thinking about that, I remember we, for some reason, that song, I think mom was just starting to get into the Zac Brown band. Uh, and I don't really remember us being really into country music besides maybe the Dixie Chicks because of good old Earl. But uh, we had our little feet up there and we made this dance that was so funny, just with our hands and our feet. And I bet you could still remember the motions because even the part where it's like, uh, I don't know, he says something along the lines of, I, I don't have the words to say or I can't breathe, something like that. <laughs> We literally put our, our hands to our neck as we're pretending to choke. Like that was a dance that we thought. <laughs> I think we just thought it was funny. But uh, maybe I bet if we're, we get together again, we could probably do the dance without even thinking about it as the song's going. So I would like to try that. Uh, but yeah, we just always bonded over music. And there's what I love is that as as songs come up randomly on the radio or on my Spotify playlist and I seriously feel like about 20% of the songs that come up are I have some sort of memory with Heidi and uh it's it's just always something to cherish having that musical bond with your sister uh so if you ever are just really needing to relax and you've been stressed I encourage you all to lay on the floor, put your feet up on a wall, just turn on a song and uh, do the good old Hannah and Heidi and <laughs> dance to the music with your hands. You'll find yourself probably laughing out loud, um, but just enjoying the moment. And um, if you get a chance, do it with someone that you love because I'll never forget that moment. I love you, Heidi. For this week's guest, I am so excited to have Callie Rose on and um, have Callie Rose on because she has a very special relationship with Heidi. They're always hanging out whenever Heidi comes to visit. They always play games together and um, they just have a cute little bond going. So Callie, uh, thank you for coming on today, first of all. Yes, thank you for having me. Yeah, and um, just, just to give you a little 
a little insight as to what what our meeting looks like right now. We're sitting outside. It's a beautiful day. Can hear? I don't know if you can hear the birds chirping, but Callie's wearing her adorable Bambi uh, pajamas with a fuzzy sweater, just being very Callie, and it's adorable. So, Callie, if you could choose three adjectives to describe Heidi, what would they be? Um, I would say she's funny, uh, enjoyable, and glamorous. Yes, and I know that she thought about that last one for a while, um, but Heidi is super glamorous. She loves the sparkle, she loves the bling, she loves tiaras, and um, yeah, all that fun, fancy stuff. So that is Heidi to a T. I think that's a really great, really great group of words. Uh, So if you could think of Heidi, what is the first thing that comes to your head? What are some fond memories that you have of her? Okay, so there's this one really um, great memory that I have with her. So every time, well, she lives in Florida now, but a lot of times when she comes home from Florida or when she um, used to live here, we Heidi meet up this game called Shopkins Pageant. And that's just a really fun memory that we have because um, it's just time. It's just like a kind of a one-on-one with um, me and her. And we just hang out and we talk about... Well, obviously we talk about the Shopkins, but sometimes we just talk about other stuff. And it's just really fun um, to, like, um, just hang out and bond. Oh, well, that sounds really sweet. It's something that only you two share, and she enjoys it, and you enjoy it. And you seem to be the only people in the family that enjoy it. <laughs> well, okay, so Liam actually really likes no playing with way. us. Secret, dun-dun-dun, Liam enjoys it too. <laughs> but uh, I, I really think that's so sweet. And I know when Heidi hears this, she's going to tear up. She's going to be like, oh, the game. <laughs> so um, did you want to share anything else about Heidi? Um, well, I just, this isn't really like a specific memory. But I just, um, I think Heidi is like, like, like Hannah said, like we always have like a really special bond. And we lo- we just like always like Heidi whenever she gets to see me she's always like um well if you okay so she does kind of use me as like her little um servant I guess you would say (laughs) um but I like it because I still get a chance to hang out with her so even if she does do that it's at least I would take it because it's a chance to um hang out with her Oh, that, see, Heidi, she just wants to hang out with you, and, um, it's because she loves you so much, and, um, yeah, we, we just love you, Heidi, as a sister, and you bring so much laughter to our family. I think we can all agree with that. You have a special kind of humor that is very Heidi-like, and only you could come up with some of the jokes that you do, and it's perfect. It is so funny. So, is that, is there anything else you can think of? Um. Well, those are some very sweet words, and thank you so much for being a guest on Live, Laugh, Love. (laughs) We'll see you later, and if you would like to listen to Callie's podcast, she has one out. Do you want to give your podcast a shout-out real quick? Sure. Um, Please listen to my podcast. It's called Callie Rose, and um, it's just about, like, Disney reviews, so I hope you guys could listen to it if you get a chance. Great. Thank you, Callie. We'll talk to you later. For the second memory, I will be sharing one that maybe was not the fondest of moments in 
that time but looking back on it I know Heidi and I always laugh just like how ridiculous was that I can't even believe it so um, <clears throat> if you all will remember um, Heidi and I got into a lot of fights growing up and it seemed like it got really bad um, like I want to say when I was in high school through probably up until the end of my college years Heidi and I would just go at it to the point where sadly we would kind of ignore each other so we just wouldn't get in each other's hair because uh, we knew that we would irritate each other but I'm so glad that we finally got over that um, and I think we've both grown up a lot so I'm so glad we're over that because Heidi is one of my best friends now and I just love her um, and we miss you so much I'm always missing you you can ask Keegan I'm always like oh I wish Heidi was here she'd make it better but uh, for this memory um, thank goodness it is in the past but when mom was away for something I don't remember uh, Keegan and I were watching the kids and Heidi was in high school because I remember she was driving and there was a miscommunication about who was supposed to pick Liam up from school and I thought I was supposed to pick him up and I guess Heidi also thought that so I went ahead and I picked him up from school and I get home and Heidi pulls in a little bit after me and is like fuming upset and she's like oh my gosh I had to drive up to the middle school and I got I thought I was supposed to get Liam and uh it just blew up into this giant fight <laughs> where uh, basically I was calling Heidi selfish. She was calling me um, like basically like bossy and not thinking about anybody else. And uh, it was, we were just going at it to the point where we were in the kitchen by the refrigerator. And thank goodness Keegan was there. But I think that I had just so much anger boiled up at Heidi and Oh my gosh, talk about a terrible, terrible big sister moment because I had to be like 20. I think I was. And I had my car keys in my hand still and poor Liam and the twins are like watching all of this and I just could not contain myself anymore and I, <laughs> I threw my car keys at Heidi because I was so mad and I started like running up to her getting into her face and I was like we're gonna fight we're gonna fight I wasn't saying that but that was what was going on in my head and thank god Keegan was there because he held me back and Heidi's just standing there like what is happening um and we both wanted to fight and I think Heidi wanted to fight too but she was almost just shocked she was like what wait what well how did it get to this point and and she's just frozen almost and uh, so I just remember Keegan holding me back. I'm screaming at Heidi. Poor Liam and the twins like went elsewhere in the house because they wanted nothing to do with it. I completely understand. But the thing that I remember most about that day is is not the fight because like that was honestly kind of kind of blurry. I don't even remember what words were said. 
I don't remember the hurt of that because what I do remember, because this is just the kind of person that Heidi is, um, where if, if Heidi knows that she made a mistake or even if the other person, because I was definitely at fault as well, she was the first to apologize and I, I was very impressed. I was so moved. She, she actually got in her car and left um, and just so like we could get some space from each other. She came back probably an hour later with a cookie from Starbucks that she got me and just to say that she was sorry. She didn't ask me to apologize even though I was in the wrong as well. She just gave me the cookie and she was like, here, I got this for you. I'm really sorry for the way that I acted. And I, in my head, I'm like, oh my gosh, and I'm the one that just like threw car keys at you and had to have my boyfriend hold me back from beating up my little sister. Uh, so that was a ghetto moment. Ghetto Hannah coming at you. Hello. But that showed me, I was like, Heidi is she's a woman now and <laughs> I guess I'm a baby again it was just so moving and Heidi I want you to know that 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 really changed my perspective on who I thought you were because I think for a long time you know just as an older sibling and I'm sure that you you thought this probably about Liam and Liam you think this about the twins it just is something that you think a lot about your younger siblings uh is that you you get kind of jealous and and frustrated with them they because like you had all this attention and you had all this stuff and then they just are always annoying you they're always like somehow get it easier than you did uh just with every kid that comes out they somehow get it easier because you know parents learn and they start to to give some slack and that can be a good thing but I think that every older sibling kind of harnesses that that bitterness. And so uh, I definitely held on to that for a long time. And I just want to let you know that I, I regret, oh my goodness, I regret how mean I was to you just for no reason sometimes. I think a lot of it was just teenage angst. Uh, but, but most of it wasn't. And I uh, just was mean to be mean. I've cried about it and I'm sorry about that because uh, I just, I see your heart and I see how caring and kind and compassionate that you are. Even if you don't show it, sometimes um, I just want to let you know I see that in you and I'm so grateful because you, you're surprising. That's, that's a good adjective for you, Heidi, is like you just surprise people. Um, in how how mature and um, well spoken and loving that you can be, even when even when you might not show it all the time, it's just like when you do, it's overwhelmingly amazing. So I love you, and <laughs> sorry I tried to fight you. <laughs> And as a little intermission for the Heidi show, we will be bringing on the person of honor from last week's episode, Keegan Pinalva, to share about his perspectives. So let's hear it. Hello. Hello, Keegan. Welcome to the Live Last Love podcast. We're excited to have you on. It's great to be here. <laughs> 
So for those of you that don't know, I'm sure everybody does, but Keegan does have his own podcast called Bear Burrito. So that is about outdoor recreation and character building, as well as just like some funny life tips and stories. So shout out to Keegan's podcast. Oh, thanks. <laughs> so Keegan, um, I just kind of wanted to hear if you are willing to share some of your perspective on some of the memories I shared in the episode last week about you. Sure, for sure. So which one stood out to you the most that you remember? Or was there anything that I shared that you were like, okay, this is how I remember it. I would love to hear that. <laughs> Well, both of Liam's memories were pretty funny to me. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Especially the one about where I said a dirty word in front of the whole family. And Ooh, you can't, can't yeah, forget we'll never that. forget that. It felt so bad. <laughs> and also, I don't know if Liam mentioned it. I forgot. But your mom gave me the worst look in the entire world. And that yes. made me feel especially bad. Your mom is like <laughs> an expert at the mom look. And she gave me the mom look for the first time because I had always thought that I was the favorite. And I had never gotten the mom look before until then. Yeah, oh. that was my first time getting the mom look and I was 25 years old. So it was bad. <laughs> well, was that before or after the Splash Mountain incident? Because I'm pretty sure everybody in my family was giving you the mom I think look that was. That. I think that was after i think it was after yeah <laughs> <laughs> so what i know that we're all dying to hear what was running through your head after the splash mountain scene because if you couldn't tell everybody was kind of mad at you so were you kind of like what do i do well we ended up getting the picture so i don't really know why everybody was so angry because i was just having some fun like anybody else would I don't, because nothing bad happened to our family. So why would you be mad about it? You know, like, I don't know. Here, here's my, here's my opinion. All right. And I know you hate hearing this, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. So this is, (laughs) this is, this is my philosophy. All right. So rules are put in place for specific purposes. Right. And I agree with those specific purposes. Okay. For example, if there's a no trespassing sign, on an abandoned house, you know, the rule is there. The sign is there for you not to trespass for two reasons. One, so that you don't go in there and break stuff that the the owner doesn't want you to break or steal stuff. The owner doesn't want you to steal, you know, whatever, even though it's like an abandoned trash house or two, the owner doesn't want you going in there and doing drugs or falling or cutting yourself on something broken and then suing them because they're liable because it's their property. And so from my opinion is if you're going to go choose to ignore the rule, but your intentions are not to do anything that set the rule in place, then the rule doesn't apply to you, right? So if you're not going to go do drugs and if you're not going to sue the owner and if you're not going to break stuff and you're just passing through, then the rule doesn't apply to you, right? That, that's, my, that's my opinion. And so with the splash mountain right. thing... I took my shirt off for the picture, sure, and I was going to have it put back on by the time we reached the bottom. It's a victimless crime. It's a victimless crime. All right. So so let's put this into perspective because I think you might have an issue with with being able to look at what could happen. So let's say say that we had a daughter, right? She sees her daddy take off her shirt at uh, Splash Mountain. 
she's not to the point where she's wearing a training bra or anything yet. So she thinks it's cool. I'm going to be like, dad, I'm going to take off my shirt, right? So she takes off her shirt for the picture. And then some little boy about her age is looking at all pictures, trying to find the one of his family. And he sees a little girl his age with her shirt off and her boobs (laughs) out. What? But she was just following exactly what daddy did. Uh, We're not responsible for the little boy's, you know, problems and struggles and things that he thinks. We're not responsible for his his thoughts. So what about then if your daughter thinks it's okay to just take off her shirt because her daddy. I mean, in this day and age, you'd be wrong for saying that she can't take off her shirt, honey. I mean, I guess that's right. <laughs> I don't I don't care. But I think that when we have a daughter, you're going to change your mind on that one. I'll take but your word right. for it, babe. <laughs> <laughs> so I think everybody wants to hear, though, did you have any idea that we all thought you were going to propose? The oh, my gosh. Yeah, no, I had no <laughs> clue. That was a, like looking back. I don't realize how I could have been so dumb. Like, looking back, I'm like, oh, wow, that was obvious. I'm so dumb. But in the moment, I didn't, it never crossed my mind. It never crossed my mind that you would think that at all, which is, That yeah. is so funny, because I was looking at everybody in the audience, not just my family. And because I had friends that were watching, too, and they all had their hands on their face, like, oh, what? So uh, that's, that just kills me. And so what about the other times? You oh, no, idea? yeah. The other times were honestly new to me. I, that was the only time I, that we had talked about afterwards. I knew for sure that's what you thought. And then I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. But the other times, I really didn't know. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That cracks yeah. me up. So, um, but you eventually asked, and I'm so glad you did. Best thing in my life. Um, and so the first, the very first memory that I shared, though, was how how it all started. So how I remember meeting you. And I would just actually love to hear your story on what you saw from your side of things on the day that we met on Aww. the green. Well, I came up and talked to you after talking with Zach because I told him I thought you were cute and I'd like to talk to you and I asked if he'd wingman for me and he said yes. <laughs> so that was an actual conversation. So we came up there and I started talking to you and I yes, all right. I was interested in you for two reasons. One, because I thought you'd be a great addition to the team and two, because I wanted to know if you were single. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't know. Is that selfish? Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. You know, but when I found out that you weren't single, I wasn't necessarily torn up about it. I still wanted you to be on the team, you know, because I thought you'd be great on the team still. But, um... (laughs) You mean you thought my butt would be a great asset to the team? Maybe. Maybe I did. (laughs) Well, you made it on the team, and we became stunning partners, and you were great. Honey, you were great. You were an amazing addition to the tumbling team, and you're an amazing addition to my life. Aww. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you so much, honey, and um, thank you so much for even being a guest on this podcast as you are simultaneously on active duty Aww, for the thanks, Army. baby. <laughs> Thank you for your service, kind sir, and I will see you at home Thank tomorrow. you for your podcast, sweetheart. I love you. <laughs> Bye, Bye, honey. The following are quotes from Veronica Roth, which is the author of one of Heidi's favorite book series, Divergent. 
I couldn't pick just one because she has so many great words. We believe in ordinary acts of bravery and the courage that drives one person to stand up for another. The second is, becoming fearless isn't the point. That's impossible. It's learning how to control your fear and how to be free from it. And finally, my favorite, sometimes crying or laughing are the only options left and laughing feels better right now. So since Heidi is the only sibling that really was with with me when I was super young, uh, we just really got a chance to be silly together. And uh, so for this third memory, um, really it's kind of a conglomeration of a bunch of memories in... Um, it's, it's going to be mostly just for Heidi, but maybe mom and dad, maybe Liam, you'll understand some of these inside jokes that I share. Uh, so I'm just going to name off a few from, from the top of my head, and they probably won't even be funny to anybody else except for Heidi, but uh, here we go. I'll just get, get started. There are so many. Some of them are just a single word, and I, or a single phrase or or something that just for some reason I don't even remember why it was funny but I remember it was a joke to us so number one apple flauta or I think we we used to say oh he must have had an apple flauta when we saw somebody that was fat (laughs) like that was our code word we would be like oh somebody must have had an apple flauta what even is an apple flauta I don't know uh, so Heidi, I don't know if you'll remember that. Also, Thoey, <laughs> guys, I did. I was so excited I couldn't sleep. <laughs> that was from a commercial. I think the it was like Lunesta. I want to say because one of the symptoms, you know, all the medicine commercials they have, uh, <laughs> they have these all these symptoms for what what happens when when you what could happen when you take the medicine and for lunesta it was like a swollen tongue and i know for lunesta it like helps you sleep right so we heidi and i always used to joke with like a swollen tongue we would have a list and say thoey i was so excited i couldn't sleep (laughs) so the person had to take lunesta i don't know i don't know why we thought that was so funny um Another random one is, oh my gosh, you have to remember Beanie Bag Baby games, the mail game. Gosh, we played every kind of game. That's not really a funny phrase or joke, but we had so much fun doing that. Um, shoot, there, there were a ton that we always, <laughs> we always had some fun ones. Um, hmm. Now I can't think of more off the top of my head. We just had so many inside jokes. Uh, So I I was going to make this just a whole memory section on a bunch of inside things, but I can't can't think of any more. 
there's got to be some. So Heidi, when I have you as a guest next week, I would love to hear some more of your jokes that that I can't remember uh, that we shared together. But I do want to share the hilarious time that we were outside at a bonfire because pretty much... I would say at least twice or three times a week, we would have a fire on our deck um, in Colorado. And I had this Marie sleeping bag that had Marie's face as the head. So there was a pillow in it and there were little arms where you could put your hands in some pockets so it looked like you were like you were sleeping on Marie's whole body, right? And um, so we're outside sitting there. I I want to say that Aunt Carrie and Uncle Mark were visiting. I don't know why I think that. Maybe that's not true. But so we're we're all standing there and I always used to put the Marie thing on me. Like I would put my head inside the pillow part so it looked like I was a giant Marie. And I would put my hands through the, the pockets of the arms. So I'm standing there in it outside. It was very warm. It was like a giant bodysuit even though I couldn't see anything well since there was like a pillow patting my face mom was like hey hit your sister and obviously she was talking to Heidi so like Heidi could hit me in the face because like I I wouldn't feel it very much because I had a pad well I couldn't see who mom was looking at when she was saying that I thought she was talking to me so immediately like without even thinking gosh I must have been like eight maybe maybe nine uh and and I just wailed Heidi in the face and obviously like I'm the one with the covering Heidi had nothing on and I just whack her knock her over and uh my mom was laughing so hard she could barely tend to Heidi because Heidi's like mom Hannah hit me and obviously like I didn't get in trouble because it was a miscommunication but I will never forget that moment Heidi I'm sorry I hit you in the face (laughs) I don't even know if you remember that from your perspective but that was a funny story I think for all that could witness that dad I think you were there to see that too so uh that That's just a a few memories all compiled in one that I find so funny. The scripture that came to my mind when I thought of Heidi is from Jeremiah 29, 10-14. This is what the Lord says, When 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you and not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. Then you will call on me and come and pray to me and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord, and I will bring you back from captivity. I will gather you from all the nations and places where I have banished you, declares the Lord, and will bring you back to the place from which I carried you into exile. (laughs) 
It was so difficult to choose a song that reminded me of Heidi just because there are so many. Heidi and I are always trying to harmonize to some sort of song. Uh, I think the very first one that we did that actually sounded good was I'm Yours, otherwise known as Dan You're Free. And I think that we used to do... uh, that might that was the first one and we have tried Jesus loves you with much too much laughter we are trying to sing Asher to sleep um also sorry if you all can hear Rio crying in the background it's definitely 2020 I'm like honey shh, shh, mommy's trying to make our podcast <laughs> but uh this this one was our go-to song if we were ever in Dillard's or some sort I remember being in Dillard's the most for some reason I think that's because that's where mom's hair salon was and so we would it we heard that Ashley Tisdale got discovered in I think I think it was a Dillard's or a Sears or something so every time Heidi and I were out we were like oh maybe there's a secret agent for Disney that's just like also looking for clothes uh, in Colorado Springs that will just is looking for kids our age so if we ever thought there was like a undercover agent for Disney which we thought was everybody we're like okay okay here we go here we go we'll sing this song so here it is Oh, 
If that didn't bring you back to the early 2000s, I don't know what will. But Heidi, I hope that brought so much joy to your heart as you were probably jamming out to this as you were listening. Thanks again for listening to the third episode of season one of the Live, Laugh, Love podcast. I know that I love sharing memories about my very first sister, the girl who made me an older sibling and um, a big sister for the very first time. And uh, as I as I conclude this this episode, I just want to say a final note of appreciation. Something that Heidi does that um, I wish all of us would do more often, but Heidi just... It, it makes you feel so loved. Um, she calls all the time just to like see how you're doing and to update us. Um, she updates us on her life. And that's not really something that a lot of us practice. But Heidi, I know when you call me just out of the blue just to like see how I'm doing, it warms my heart. And granted, I only get to answer about 10% of the time that you call because I'm always busy doing something. Um, But I need to make a point to answer those phone calls more often because I do appreciate it so much. And it makes me feel so loved that you are just thinking about me. And instead of sending a text, you always call uh, or FaceTime. And that's just so personable. And you're amazing. We love you, Heidi. So thanks again for listening. We'll see who is next week's person of honor. I hope that you lived a little, laughed a little, and most importantly, loved a lot. See you next week.